2: Welcome into the Seminole Rap Podcast. I'll go ahead and call this the Post-Spring Practice Edition. We had the Post-Spring Game Edition, but the extra two practices, I guess, lengthened the spring, so we'll we'll call it that. Post-Spring Practice Edition, off-season week one. Uh, Your host, Brian Pellerin, here with you, along with Max Escarpio and John Marchant. The crew going forward, exciting stuff as we embark on on a new chapter here for the Seminole Rap Podcast. Uh, you know obviously like we talked about before it's the offseason there's not uh, a ton going around but obviously i feel like fsu boy it was a, a paparazzi weekend on campus chasing around a potential big fish a marius mims if i've got that right uh it's a former five-star offensive tackle transfer from georgia floating around out there he was a uh, class of i think it's 2019 so he's got a Eligibility left all over the board. Obviously, offensive tackle and, and offensive line play a position we've talked about a lot that this team really needs. I, I think first and foremost, Max, we're recording this Sunday night at nine thirty, and God knows it's a you know twenty year old guy, and who knows what happens in any moment. But uh, you know, I, I guess where do things kind of stand right now? Like where where are we kind of at with this whole situation?
1: Well, everyone seemed pretty. They seemed kind of confident. In the first couple of days, he was here. He spoke with Atkins and he spoke with Norvo, but it started to die down when we saw reports coming out and he was kind of, you know, hiding a little bit and didn't want to be recorded, pictured as much. So also he had personal issues, which he had to go back to his family for. So right now I think it's up in the air, but we're in a good position.
2: Yeah, and I I think it, maybe it was a little a little much. It could be overwhelming. I, I guess uh, you said when he got to campus, it was I guess who who kind of met with him, who was kind of all around and trying to help. Uh, I guess land the transfer there. Who was who was part of that whole process?
1: Well, when he first got to Tallahassee, he was met by Norvell and um, at the hotel, and apparently Atkins was there. I can't say Atkins was there because I didn't see him. I didn't see him in any videos, or no one told me that he was there. But mostly, who I saw. Kind of talking to him like around the Moore Center and inside the stadium was Coach Fuller. Coach Corey Fuller was talking to him. Uh, Odell Haggins was talking to him a lot. He met with Haggins. I know that's not his, like his line, but he just talked to him since Haggins has been here for so long. But he was with Norville for a lot of the time. His family met Norville's family, and they got to have a conversation. And he also had dinner one time with uh, Jordan Travis. So it was cool to see him there and he spoke to, I know he spoke to, to Robert, Robert Scott, and he, he had a conversation with Dylan Gibbons as well. So kind of those, those guys are talking to him in the O-line room.
2: All right. It certainly sounds like pulling out the big guns. I know mean, you talked about, you know, I'm sure Atkins was involved in some way, shape or form as, as potential OC and, and, and I guess he's still a line coach, but you know, I, that's a pretty big group to pull out there, huh, John?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I thought I heard at some point, the the whole staff or nearly the whole staff was out there at one point so i mean yeah they you know florida state obviously came out and tried to show the kids some love and and you know to try to get his services so we'll see if it pays off
2: yeah it, it's definitely someone and i think we, we briefly touched on it before we actually started recording but you know we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago and, or last week we mentioned it a few weeks back when we last taped this is the window where they can look to add um obviously it's a bit awkward because the semester really isn't over so the I guess the window to actually transfer in is still a little ways off, but you know, this is when they grabbed a Dylan Gibbons last year, a guy who obviously played a huge role in the, the, the leadership of the team this past year and only such a short time without spring. And, and I think if you can add a, a former five-star difference maker, that's great. I don't know if it really hurts if you don't get him, but I think it's someone, you know, that I think could obviously add a lot if they got him. I know, John, we talk about that blue chip percentage, obviously a, a I'm not even sure how many five stars they even have on the roster.
0: Yeah. I, well, we've covered it quite a bit is this team didn't have talent. When Norvell took over, there's not really any other way around it. They, they, they didn't. And he's had to try to flip the roster. So anytime you can get a blue chip guy, especially a five-star guy who's near the top of the class, like Mims, you have to go for it. Right. Um, he would probably well, almost certainly start. Um, he might take one spot. I think bless Harris who, who had a really good showing in the spring game, is probably going to be the other offensive tackle, um, but he obviously makes you better. Um, it's there's no math involved here. It's just it's very common sense. You'd love to have him. He make <laughs> he makes you a lot better, and uh, hopefully, Florida State lands him. Uh, if they don't, you know, again, it's I hate to say this, but it's almost like the Travis Hunter thing all over again. It's you know, another guy gets away, but he could have changed the program a little bit. Uh, obviously, not to the same extent as Hunter would have um but yeah you definitely don't want to see a guy like Mims go away after you've got him on campus for multiple days so
2: it it is a win obviously to get him on campus to begin with but I mean you know I I think is it it's Florida State is it Miami and potentially heading back to Georgia seem to be what's on the table Max
1: I know he was going back home to Georgia and I don't know if he, you know, we know that he still has Georgia in mind to go back to the Georgia Bulldogs and also has Miami. So he had a visit to Miami plans. I know that didn't go down. So we'll see if he reschedules it soon.
2: OK, yeah. I mean, it, it, obviously, you, you'd obviously prefer to have him than Miami and, and being able to pull a guy away from Georgia for where this program's at. I mean, that's that's big, you know, and, and hopefully it can lead to more. Down the road, was there any any other transfers, recruits? There anybody kind of floating around campus this weekend that that uh, warrants a, a conversation, Max?
1: Well, there is a a big boy defensive lineman and uh, Darrell <laughs> Jackson, uh, Maryland transfer, really big body. He used to be teammates with uh, the current defensive tackle Joshua Farmer. He's also he was also from I think it's called like Gladesdale or Gladesville. I, I don't know. It's like twenty minutes away from here. So I'm not from around here, so <laughs> I don't know what it's called. But Glad- Gadsden County, that's where he's from. Okay. So, he said it was cool to, to be close to home. He's, from, he's in Maryland right now, so he said it was cool to be close to home. He's a big guy. He was with uh, Corey Fuller a lot of the time, and he said that the fans here are crazy. And it would be crazy playing in front of him. And he also stated that right now his top three would probably be Florida State, Florida, and Miami.
2: Uh, another one of those that seem to set up as a, as an in-state battle. I think you, you obviously want to, obviously if there's a talented guy out there, you want to take him in and try and keep him away from your, uh, I guess, neighbors for what it matters. Uh, Defensive line. I mean, obviously another position we've talked about where you just can't have enough bodies in the, um, I guess, in the trenches, you know, add to that offensive line talent, add to the defensive talent. Do you see a way, you know, is he the type of guy that could
1: be, sort of like mims uh, a day one kind of impact type guy i don't know if you're going to be a day one impact type guy but i definitely think he'll get a good snap percentage next if he signs with us or if he comes in the fall but i i can't say (laughs) a rotation every
2: time someone who could at least make a rotation type guy yeah
1: of course of course
2: okay yeah well that you know i i think it's good and and sort of what we talked about before a, a guy who's willing this team needs to be active right and i think that's good they're that they're hunting, you know, they're clearly looking for, uh, to fill some needs. And they've already done that with a little bit with, with Jared verse and some other guys who showed well in the spring, but obviously they're not done as they continue to try and stack some more talent. So, you know, keep chasing. And obviously we'll keep following the news. I think, uh, is it Florida state of recruiting that we've got as part of our group here? I'm sure if anything breaks, they will be a great source for you to turn to and on guys who can help out. Obviously Florida state really ends the spring anything major coming from the last few days of practice max
1: well we haven't had practice in about a week after the the spring game we had one practice on tuesday nothing major from that they were just kind of fixing details small details there we spoke with norvo and spoke with jakai douglas after but they said that they're still going to keep in contact with the receiver room and quarterback room because they want to want them to kind of practice with each other during the summer and uh, also we had two more prospects come, not two more, but these are some of the bigger prospects that came during this weekend and Friday and Friday and Saturday. When one of them was Mazio Bennett is a three-star receiver in the 2024 class.
2: Receiver, that's what we like
1: to hear. Yeah, really good receiver. <laughs> yeah, I know he's a three-star, but he should be coming up soon. And uh, we also had uh, Tamori Johnson, who's a safety, 6'3 safety, incredible length. Um, I know he gets physical off the tack, so we'll see what goes there. He said he really liked his visit he wants to come back. He's scheduled to come back in July, too.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Well, that's good. Obviously, putting in the work there and continue trying to build this roster going forward. Um, Hopefully, my connection didn't lag out there. It sounded like it might have for a bit. I hope I sound good. Thumbs up. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, I guess I was trying to set up before I sidetracked myself there. Towards the – obviously, last week we had our traditional Saturday Florida State spring game. Um, but our, our friends in Gainesville for some reason had a nice fun Thursday night spring game always uh, uh, a good classic traditional and then the other thing I wanted to quickly quickly poke some fun at um, did you see and uh, maybe i'm I'm getting uh internet fooled was Napier talking about putting uh, getting them black jerseys too did anyone see that I have not oh. I don't know Okay, no. maybe, maybe I'm getting fooled by the internet. But I, I, I had a good laugh at a Thursday spring game. It looked like a, a – I don't know. I saw that they were they were scared of drawing an Easter crowd. They weren't going to pull an Easter crowd. Well,
1: I, I heard that Georgia – I think it was Georgia and Alabama spring game were pretty close by. So they figured that no one else was going to come. So they had to kind of work with their, work through their schedule.
2: That sounds like SEC Network told them, you're not getting on air <laughs> on Saturday. We're going to play Alabama's. Yep. We're going to play Georgia's. We'll see you guys on Thursday.
0: Ooh, that's rough.
2: Yeah, right? Oof. I feel, I mean, look, I, I don't know. I, I obviously Napier hadn't even coached a game yet, but it's just funny. I just like to see Florida look like fools. Um, <laughs> it's don't just, we on? Yeah, right. I mean, I, I guess heading in, and and I just want to, before we, we really wrap it up, I guess expectations here, you know, like I guys talked about before, we are. We're we're realigning. We're retransitioning. We're planning to bring this seminal wrap every Monday, um, going forward with pretty regularity. Obviously, you know there's going to be spots. It's an off season. You know we're going to try and bring you as information as you need it. We don't want to be here every week just to waste your time. Obviously, Mims is the type of guy who who really warrants it, and um, you know we've got the other pods who can help fill you in on what happens. We're going to be here, football. Um, I know, Max, you're a base a basketball guy, so we'll try and bring basketball where we can. Honestly, you know what? I should probably check. You got any updates there? Anything basketball-wise that's interesting? Oh, <laughs> we had a transfer
1: from UCF come in. Max owns the transfer portal. <laughs> we had a transfer from UCF come in to visit. We also have one from from uh, Virginia Tech, so we'll see how it goes there. Both of them are guards. We obviously had Jalen Ganey already, who are, who are already committed, so we're looking into the guards right now, I guess, so.
2: All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. We can talk more about that too, as we get more into uh basketball season, I, I think we're just, you know, we're going to try to be your home for everything Florida state sports. You really need to know. I, I don't feel like we're going to be too deep in the weeds, but we'll get you what you need to know and, and can keep you moving along. So we appreciate you guys sticking with us and, and uh, tuning in every week for us. So you got any suggestions? I know I'm on Twitter at Brian. I think it's underscore Peller and max. You got to, you're on Twitter, right?
1: yeah today's not the day though no plug yourself <laughs>
2: come on plug it Max. yeah go for it
1: yeah it's just max the scarpio okay john what are you
2: at pupper state because <laughs> i love dogs i don't blame you i don't blame. my wife's a vet so we're a, we're a very dog friendly family over here as well so yeah give us a follow on twitter let us know what you think what you want to see more of what you want to hear more about we're open to ideas and more than happy to listen and pump out the stuff you guys want to hear and you know if you've got questions fire them off if you're like what's going on i don't understand this we'll look into it we'll figure it out and like i talked about before we are still still trying to get those interviews lined up and hopefully we can make some schedules work here the next couple weeks as uh hopefully i don't know spring sports seem to never really end they kind of go into like mid-june and then all of a sudden it's just like oh all right softball's over great so we'll try and keep up with everything i appreciate you guys following but for this week that's a wrap